Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 21 of Honor Radio. And today, we are very excited to have our special friend on this podcast, Jared Mula, who's the Director of Fan Engagement and Youth Football for San Francisco 49ers. And this is Honor Radio. Jared, I got to tell you, bud, it is a special honor to have you on this show, my friend. Uh, you've been a great friend to us uh, since we met you three years ago. And th since the 49ers came on as our presenting sponsor and, and now have their logo in our helmet, um, it has definitely uh, kicked us up to a whole other degree of respect throughout the nation. And Jared, it's an honor to have you on our show. Hey, Coach, thanks. I couldn't be more excited. That Thanks for having me. I, I mean, I think you touched on a little bit. It's been a, it's been a wild three years with this partnership, but it's been nothing but amazing. And, you know, what you guys do out there, we couldn't be more happy to be a part of. So thank you, guys. Thank you, Jared. Hey, buddy, let's just jump right into it. Man, the draft. I got to tell you, I personally really enjoyed the draft this year. I thought it was really fun seeing the behind the scenes of the way the coaches live, the general managers, they just see how they live at home with the, the, the mansions and their kids always in the background participating. Some were even doing cheers. How did you feel about this year's draft? Yeah, I mean, it, an unprecedented challenge, right? To, to do something that's been such a huge live event for years now. Mm -hmm. And then to move it totally digital was quite the undertaking. So, I mean, I really have to applaud the NFL for just putting that all together, right? And then I think one of the things that was great was on a team level, you were able to see the different fans still incorporated, right? So every time Roger Goodell went to a pick, you saw that 16-square mm -hmm. screen behind him. So the, the, the secret to all of that is there is so much preparation that goes into just getting those folks ready and teed up for when their pick comes in. Mm -hmm. uh, that we, we really, our, 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 uh, our guy, Nick Clark from our fan engagement department did, did a great job and, you know, getting, getting people coordinated across the country and fired up. And then of course, when we traded up, right, getting them prepped six spots ahead yeah. of when they were planning, yeah. uh, pretty cool. But I felt like there was really a great uh, sense of fan engagement still with the draft, even yeah. though we could all be there, but, to your point, watching all the GMs and, and, and the draftees in their homes, right? Yeah. You got you felt like a fly on the wall that you kind of always want to be in some of those situations. It, it was a lot of fun to watch. And I personally, I don't know about our listeners out there, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. Let's talk about some of the picks. I mean, Kinlaw, uh, uh, Ayuk. I mean, Ayuk I played right over here at uh, JC at Sierra College, right? Um, Free you know, yeah. <laughs> you already got to get some. Uh, you know, uh, Warner. Jan I mean, let's go on and on. I, how do you feel? I mean, I see USA Today, New York Post, NFL.com have all given the 49ers great grades. How do you personally feel about it, bud? Well, I think, you know, the way I feel about our draft is how, uh, you know, our brass feels about our draft. And I think John and Kyle and, and Jed, you know, feel really good about what they did. And, you know, everything that I, I saw, you know, reported out was that they landed guys that they had 
you know, identified and wanted to get in the building. So if they're excited, we're, I'm excited because I think they have, you know, a great plan. Um, they're drafting great guys historically just on the field, off the field. I know kind of in my role, we, we interface with them, you know, in the community and in how they work with uh, coaches and players and stuff that we work with. So um, I know from that perspective, if they're getting guys like we have in the building now, then it's aces all around for me. But just just excited for the young people, right, mm -hmm. going in and kind of having their dreams realized. What's been really cool is watching them. Uh, kind of once they come off the national broadcast, they get funneled into the 49ers kind of draft party and, and seeing their interviews of, you know, after that initial shock, just their emotions, right, and their families and just their road to kind of where they got has been um, the best part for me. And it's being an old, dried-up football player, right? Like I still – I feel for those guys, right, and, and all the struggles and things that they've gone through. So getting to peek behind that curtain I think is the best part in this class. I think every one of them had an amazing story and was just so excited to be, you know, welcome to the team from what I saw that it was, um, it, it's exciting. I can't wait to get in the building and, and really kind of wrap our arms around them as an organization. So it'd be cool. You know, you got two, three, get some, boy. Three is a record. You might be on a roll here. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I got to tell you, uh, we've had, uh, multiple occasions where we've come and visited you at the headquarters and you've given us a tour and we've walked around, we've had lunch with the players. Um, it is amazing to see what uh, uh, John Lynch and Coach Shanahan have done to create a bedrock of character. I mean, when we're in there and we're eating lunch around the players and all that, you see a fun you see an excitement you see everybody getting along you see it's just really cool to see that and I wish every fan like you know Rick and I are um going years back I mean I am a faith faithful my friend but to see that up front it's really special to see and I and how do you feel about that when you see the character athletes that the, the, the team is has become and is developing into and then when it comes to that foundation how does that make you personally feel yeah i mean uh an overwhelming sense of pride to be associated with stuff like that i mean for sure it's always been again because how we interact with our players is definitely on that level right where we're we're working with them in the community and, and their performance on the field matters but in our line of work and how we interface with them that's not necessarily where we we spend majority of our time and i, I would say I think you got a really good sense of what our building's like today, but I'd also offer that, you know, we've had incredible, incredible leadership uh, throughout my 11 years there too. That's just always grown and kind of morphed, right? You're talking about guys like Joe Staley, who's been in that locker room since 2007, mm. uh, Patrick Willis, the Justin Smiths, mm. right? I mean, the Vernon Davises, the Frank Gores, like there's, there's those high level guys who everybody sees and, and appreciates their performance. And I think, you know, for those of us that follow the team, um, understand what they do on and off the field and, and the kind of the character that they're made up uh, from. But, you know, there's always those guys that who maybe aren't your starters or the ones who get the most recognition that really are the bedrock of that foundation in that locker room that you're talking about, right? The Garrett Selleck's of the world, right? The Ian Williams back in the day, the, Air, the Alex Boons. I could go on and on. There's just, we've always had as an organization, and this comes from the York family and, and the kind of ownership's directive on what this team's going to be, right? In the community and on the field. So we've always had a directive, you know, to bring in quality guys, right? Just quality people and and 
do you do you, being able we're at a point now with this team where the the synergies inside that locker room you can tell they're all friends right that's oh my you can God. tell they're it's almost like a college locker room in the sense mm-hmm. that like they're in it together they they play for each other um, and again we've had that you know in the past but I think when you you came in and got a look at kind of what's going on there now with John and Kyle you're really starting to feel that permeate kind of everything that we do you know it's so it, it, it's really great I mean, yeah. at the beginning of last year, when we came out to meet with you, um, there was uh, this energy and enthusiasm, and you could just tell that they were going to have a magical year, and they did. My God, I mean, it was amazing to watch. You could sense it, and 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 there's no doubt in my mind that that is still carrying on. I remember when we were having lunch, and Staley was right by me, and and. Uh, Basically, we said, hey, no, go on in. You eat before me, right? Just sure. a good energy and sense of pride and leadership and seeing Keena Turner walking around and uh, all of the old veterans just getting along with the young and old. Buddy, I mean, I got to tell you, you must pinch yourself every time you walk into that office because it's truly that much fun to see. Well, I, absolutely. And being a Bay Area kid born and raised and a lifelong Niner fan, I think, you know, this is going to be my going into my 12th season now. So it's the, the dynamic has definitely changed. But I think, you know, going back to like day one in the building, right? Yeah, it's 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 surreal. And being a part and seeing kind of the things, you know, you outline is is you have the legends, you have the new guys, you have kind of all those folks and, and they're just working together. And I think to your point about kind of the culture, right, that's that's really been, I think, where we've seen our greatest success is that from every facet of our building, right, and our organization, we're focused on supporting, you know, our organizational goals, which are, of course, winning football games. But, you know, some of the stuff you touched on, right, it's being great community partners. It's being great, you know, mentors and, and supporters of, of other th- uh, people and, and, and uh, programs in our community. So when you're all rowing in the same direction, right, there's incredible things you can accomplish. And I think obviously we felt just a couple of touchdowns short of the ultimate goal, but the success there, right, is really kind of, you know, under underlined with um, just the, the ability for everybody to get together and be vested, right? Be interested in somebody else's success. I know John Lynch Jr. has something, and it's funny to call him John Lynch Jr. on this show, but I know there's a senior involved. So around our building, he's just Mr. Lynch, but we call him John Lynch Jr. One of the things he's got in his office is, uh, you know, a quote that says, it's amazing what you can accomplish when you're not worried about who's taking the credit. And I probably butchered that, but that's the heart of it. And mm-hmm. I think as an organization, we've really kind of embraced that, right? We understand that, you know, wins on the field are wins for everybody and wins in the community are wins for everybody. So it's, it's, it's a really great dynamic right now. There you go, You're a record breaker. <laughs> so, you know, um, Jared, when we met you, um, obviously, you know, Lynch Jr. had heard about us from Lynch Sr., um, wanted to uh, become a part of the Honor Bowl. You are director of fan engagement. You run all of the youth football programs for the 49ers. You, you came on, you know, took us under your wing and really helped us to, um, to, to get out there uh, when it comes to what we do as the Honor Bowl. But he, as a friend to the Honorable, tell us, tell us what that was like for you first meeting us, us and, and, and how, how you feel about the Honorable in general. Wow. Uh, that is 
That's a, that's a deep question. I think, you know, a, a couple of fronts, right? So putting like my football hat on. So I grew up playing football and coaching high school football. And so I have a network of folks that I talk to in and around the community and nationally, right? So we're coaching or working for different football organizations. And I think one of the greatest things was as this relationship started to kind of come together and was being talked about was, you know, when I, when I, was looking for insight from folks in my network. It was an overwhelming, like, I love the honorable, like that, that program is amazing. Like, absolutely. I've heard about it. I want to play in it. And I was like, all right, this is great. And then even after the fact, when we formalized the relationship, right, I think my, my tech stream blew up with that was a great move, you know, top, top flight organization, first class program. It's great to see the Niners support such a worthy cause. So I think, you know, from, from just the, the football coach in me, right. It's, 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 it's been great to pull in the relationship just because, you know, the football landscape respects what the honorable is right as a program, what it stands for, what it does and kind of the just purity of mission, I think permeates kind of everything that you guys do. And I think that really people get that, mm-hmm. um, you know, they understand that bringing, uh, you know, light to our men and women who serve and appreciation of them and, and support after the fact is important. And, and that's really the, the mission of the honorable, but it's also the action of the honorable, right? Sometimes mission and action can get separated, but this is one organization that's walked, you know, the same path and what they say and what they do. So I think that really gets to everybody. I think the other piece of it too, is just, I, 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 I am not a military service man, obviously, but I grew up with, you know, two grandfathers of the greatest generation who served in the Navy, right? So having kind of, an appreciation and understanding for their sacrifice and what they did facing the biggest threats the world has ever seen, um, you know, has always given me just a really deep, deep appreciation for what those people sacrifice and do, you know, and it goes to my former teammates who, you know, are in in the Marines to this day, right. Are, are, um, you know, ranking members there and, and have served and sacrificed. And, and um, so I think for me, it's, it's, it was, it was a really great way to from a distance support and at least, you know, show my understanding and appreciation for what everybody does in helping kind of bring all this stuff together. And then, you know, elevating hopefully a, a great program like the honorable. So per- personally and professionally, it was one of these great things where they both mesh and, you know, obviously, hanging out with you guys and meeting, meeting the honorable kind of board of exec executives and, you know, working with you guys has just been a great plus. So, you know, I got to tell you, Jared, you guys got a great team. I mean, um, your whole staff is fun to work with. They're just energetic. They're enthusiastic. They always come out to the honorable with their video cameras and with, you know, uh, uh, 49er Sam and with the, the drum corps. And I mean, they just add something to it. And of course we have the, the, the veteran 49ers flip the coins during the big games. It's always a lot of fun to have, uh, the, your support and the 49ers support behind us. And we can't thank you enough. Honestly, my friend, we don't know what's going to happen this year. We're still waiting to see what the CIF is going to, um, you know, to rule in regards to this year, we have 20 high schools coming from four different states to both San Diego and in Northern California. And uh, we're a little nervous. We're a little nervous. And I know that you got a lot of stuff going on with your clinics, with your camps. What are you doing now to, uh, to keep the, the, the youth uh, 49er fans involved? What are you doing on your level to keep people engaged? 
Yeah. And I think, man, the, the challenges that this, you know, period of time is presented have been just unprecedented, right? We're having to really figure out how do we service and, you know, keep engaged the folks that we had planned on having live events with kind of throughout, you know, the foreseeable future. And one of the things we figured in, in our role as 49ers prep and engaging the, the football community and youth and high school space was, you know, where can we be at best service? So we have incredible staff members. I know you know Coach Ryan Dillard from our staff who's always out at the honor. Love Coach right? Ryan. Former, <laughs> former USC cornerback. So we got he's got some great football chops. Um, so we we really, you know, leaned into kind of the digital content and asked Ryan to put together some, you know, distance learning programs. So we have skills and drills that we roll out weekly, um, footwork, agility, flag tackling, uh, you know, health and fitness. So we're, we're accessing our network to try to figure out, you know, how do we provide activities for kids to stay active, first of all, right? I mean, this isn't, this isn't into what our traditional football season is yet, but, but the kids who are at home, right, and the parents who are now PE teacher and math teacher and science teacher, um, you know, how do – and full-time coach, if you've never been a coach and now your child's, you know, head coach, um, is to put together some stuff that they can do. They can access on their own. You can access as a family. So – we launched our website as a team, uh, 49ers. So it's I Got Your Back, I-G-Y-B, uh, with all our kind of resources and the STEAM programs done some stuff. But um, through our Prep Starts Now program, uh, we have all those videos up. And it really kind of gives, you know, kids a, a, a chance to do some stuff independently, um, you know, do some stuff to keep them active, to give parents some stuff to keep them occupied. Um, so we're just, we're just figuring that's kind of where our expertise lies. So we want to we want to lean in heavily to that. Um, we're not trying to do more than I think we're, you know, uh, going to be doing because everybody's offering, you know, some sort of service or program during this tough time, which is great. So we want to make sure we, we stayed with our strengths. And um, so we've got that up, but it's been, you know, it's been uh, tough, right? I think to forecast and in, in a, in a role and just like you guys are, and it's something that's so heavily planned out, right? We've been working on there. You guys have been working on this year's honorable for more than, <laughs> right? Yeah. So, you know, to have to, you know, pivot and make a hard right, you know, mm -hmm. this close to the event is presented challenges. But I mean, I think, I think we're going to do what's right. I think we're going to take our time. We're going to let, you know, the smart people lead us in the direction of when it's time to go back to work, just as you guys are. And, mm -hmm. and what I think we just want to make sure is that people know we're here. Mm -hmm. um, we want to provide what they need in this time. Uh, yeah. We're acceptable. Um, yeah. We don't have the answers, but you know, we're definitely looking forward to working towards solutions. So that's, that's kind of what we've done. Have you heard anything, Jared, about the clinics, anything like that? Are those being postponed? Are those being pushed back? I know I have several friends that have their kids involved in the BOSA clinics and some of the other 49er clinics that you guys have. Can yeah. you give us an idea of what might be happening with those? Yeah. So, well, the Bosa clinic's unique because that's run through a third party, right? That's kind of his, so I'm not, I'm not, I can't speak on that one specifically, but I know for ours, right? So traditionally we run our three-day youth football camp in July, which we would have opened registration in mid-March. Um, but given the, the time and situation, we're just, we're putting everything on hold right now. And we, I think I want everyone to know that behind the scenes, we're preparing for every scenario. So should all the restrictions be lifted in two weeks, we'll be ready. Um, should there be some sort of modified kind of return to normalcy, we'll be ready. Um, but we didn't want to introduce any of those things or keep pushing out or postponing or perhaps having registration in hopes that July will happen and then having to, you know, cancel at that point. We've really just taken the time to, to take a break from what we're offering out. But 
I think we're also using the time to make sure that we are ready for whatever scenario comes up when we do get the opportunity to get back to business. So um, I think to answer your question, the, the, the stuff we had planned is, is, is off until further notice, but once further notice happens, we're going to attack it. So, well, you know, I got, I got to tell you, buddy, I am so ready for football. But you oh. know, I just saw so many kids and so many families go through so much hurt with what happened during the winter season and then how it rolled into spring season. Right. And I, my heart goes out to them. And I know you feel the same way because you work with youth every day like we do. Right. And uh, it, my heart really goes out to them. And I'm really hoping that things will level off and we can get back to as normal as we can. Right. So we can get back to football because I really think it will be a great time to kind of get everybody back into the swing of things. And what better thing to get it started with than the football season. Right. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we'll see what happens over the next few weeks um, and, and months. But uh, I can't, you know, Jared, I just can't thank you enough for your heart, for your team, for everything that you guys have been to the Honorable. Really, my friend, you have been a, just a great friend. And uh, I don't know if Rick wants to offer any comment along that line. Rick, do you have anything you want to say to Jared? Sure, Mark. Jared, uh, you know, ditto with what Mark has said. It's, it's something that for us um, to have validation like this, to have an NFL team support and, and, uh, and, and recognize what we're trying to do. You know, we, we didn't invent something that's completely unique, but, but what we do is, is pure. What we do is something that is such a joy to know that as I get a phone call from uh, an athletic director from a, a school that's involved again. But anyway, you know, thank you for what you guys do. And, and just like what we're all saying, we wanted to get back to as much of a normal as we can, as soon as we can, when those right people, those smart people decide, hey, Let's move forward. Yeah. yeah. Go from there. No, absolutely. And I would say, you know, the, I, I want to make sure you understand how proud we are and I am of kind of what, you know, the honorable has done and what we've accomplished. I think one of the biggest things, again, kind of melding personal and professional, right, is being able to bring an honorable series, right, to the, to Northern California, right, and kind of my home area, uh, working with, you know, folks that I, I went to school with or I played ball with who are now coaches and, and just watching them embrace the honorable um, and, and wrap their arms around the program and, and just what it brings to the community. Uh, I, I, it's a tremendous undertaking for what you guys already do uh, with all the other programs. So being able to, you know, bring another event up, up north to the Bay, um, to the folks that we see all the time and, and care about and, and interface with, like, um, that's huge, man. It really is. So I, I appreciate all the work. And I, I don't know that people understand what it is you guys do, but no, if it, for every listener out there, I, I mean, I would say you, you do not know the levels of work that these guys and, and, and group puts together to make these things happen. And then to double it with the Northern California one, um, you know, which is just incredible. So, uh, appreciate you guys taking that on and being so enthusiastic about it and really being able to bring, you know, this great program to, to my hometown, right? It's just, it's very special for me. Thank you so much, Jared. And, and once again, buddy, thank you for being on Honor Radio. I think a lot of people are going to enjoy getting to know you, getting to meet you, seeing your face, 
that type of thing because you really are a big part of that whole fan engagement scene when it comes to what you see at the 49er games, what you see pregame, what you see halftime. Jared and his team are a big part of that. So uh, we appreciate you, my friend, and, and uh, God bless you and stay safe. Stay healthy. I know you're a family man. You got kids at home. I'm sure this has been life changing for you, right? Uh, how's that been for you at home, bud? Oh, it's, it's a challenge. So we're teaching middle school, elementary school, and preschool. But I think the one thing I'll say is, as the husband of a frontline worker, so of an emergency room nurse, like my just unyielding thank you and just appreciation for everybody who walks out that door to take on this battle for us while we, you know, complain about sitting at home, uh, you know, to everybody who's out there keeping us running from the, the grocery store clerks to the, the male men and women to the doctors and nurses, obviously being able to see kind of what she goes through and, and the difficulties of, you know, working, you know, in an emergency room during this time, like uh, it's just everybody, my, our, my unwavering appreciation. Oh, Great five. Yes. oh, buddy, that was huge. Thank you so much for that. Ladies and gentlemen, Jared Mueller. I hope you guys enjoyed meeting Jared. Jared, Jared, thank you once again. Um, after this show, our next guest is Casey Taylor. And um, Casey Taylor has been a great friend to the Honor Bowl, the Honor Group since the beginning. And now he's with a new school. At Ender coming here in, uh, in, in Sacramento, and so we're going to be bringing him on and, and hear from Casey uh, towards the end of the week. But, Jared, God bless you, buddy. We will see you next time on Honor Radio. God bless.